0: Well, folks, this is the time of the show where we go out across the world and find someone that I think is interesting. And as a return visitor this week, he is from St. Petersburg, Florida. His name is Niall Nickel. Niall, welcome in. Hey, it's always great to be with you, Coach Pete. Now, I like to look at Niall as one of my tech experts around the country, folks. And uh, we've communicated for years about the advancement in technology. And, and uh, I saw online through technology that Niall was in Vegas at the CES, a consumer electronics show, and I wanted to go through with uh, you, Nile, some of the great things you see. Number one, how was Vegas? Well, Vegas is always great. You know, the one thing
1: that I noticed this time about being in Vegas is the Consumer Electronics Show was so huge it was almost impossible to move around.
0: I've heard. Uh,
1: just to get from hotel to hotel, and I'm not exaggerating, it could take you an hour to an hour and a half. If you had the fortitude, walking was actually shorter. Yeah. <laughs> but, but the first day, again, no exaggeration, I walked just a little bit over 20 miles.
0: Wow. You have one of those little uh, things on your wrist that tells you how long you walk? Well, of course. You know, I'm a tech guy. <laughs> you know, I, uh, I have our West Coast office is in Vegas, and I happened to be out there last week. but I, I, I forgot all about the CES. I know it was busy downtown Vegas, though, and that's where you were.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, any of the hotels on the Strip and uh, <laughs> the convention center, and it was just a zoo.
0: Yeah, I call that downtown. The real downtown is Fremont Street, where the original Vegas was. But, I mean, everyone goes to the new Vegas, and we call that downtown now.
1: <laughs> well, that, that's that's true. As a matter of fact, my first visit to Vegas was in 1969, and, and it was in the only Vegas that existed then, which is now the old Vegas. So,
0: Can you believe the growth over the last decade in Vegas? About 3 million people now in that area.
1: No, I really can't. Uh, You know, every time I'm out there, I am blown away by the the number of new high rise casinos. It's crazy, isn't it? It is.
0: You know why they build them? They make money. They make money. (laughs) (laughs) They would not be building them or lighting them up if they weren't. Now, this was the 52nd consumer electronics show all time, isn't it? You know, it's
1: amazing that it's been going on that long, and of course, you know there were other shows prior to it. But uh, yeah, it's been kicking around for a long time. You know, when we were talking about the latest advancement being transistors rather than uh, what we see today.
0: You know, and this was your twentieth, I think you said, right? So you've been to about a, a half, almost half of them.
1: You know, I haven't counted, unfortunately. I started doing these shows um, probably somewhere in the mid-80s. And I've missed a few here and there, but for the most part, it's been every year. So 20 is a conservative estimate.
0: My dad was a college professor, and uh, for 41 years he taught physics, still does part-time. But he also, during my high school years, he had computer stores in North Carolina. He had a chain of four computer stores. One of the great things about him having computer stores, one of the bad things was I had to work for him all the time, were for very low pay, but one of the great things was every single year, we went to a, a, a show called Comrex, and it was in Atlanta, Georgia, which had all the advancements coming up in the computer generation. I assume that the Consumer Electronics Show is even that on steroids. Oh,
1: yeah. As a matter of fact, I used to go to Comdex in Vegas, and uh, that took up, uh, at that time, not even the new convention center. It was <laughs> the convention center in the Las Vegas Hilton that's been renamed a couple of times now. And when I went there the first time, I thought that was huge. And I look at what it is today, and uh, I don't even think the food concessions would
0: fit in that <laughs> old convention center. The Las Vegas Hilton used to be famous for their Star Wars exhibit. That's what I remember that one for, the pink flamingo one. Let's let's talk about. uh, Give me, if you if you could, and I I know you do because you walk around there, and you said it was hard to walk. But on your slow walk through through the CES, what were five advancements that really stuck out in your head that you can see being tremendous marketing opportunities or something really happening in advancements in technology?
1: Yeah, there were a couple of major things that I look for, uh, and the first one that I. came across was 5G technology now everybody's thinking 5G on their cell phones and 5G stands for fifth generation technology on cell phones we see all the uh, the big carriers a AT&T T-Mobile Verizon Sprint all talking about their 5G rollouts but 5G as it turns out is really starting to take off everywhere in communications, with the exception of cell phones. doesn't make a lot of sense on cell phones, but I was starting to see a lot of AI deployment, uh, smart logistics, smart cities, adopting 5G and AI technology, and even bigger happen to be in the healthcare area. So everybody was talking about 5G maybe rolling out and sort of being in the marketplace in two to five years. It's starting to roll out now. But when I'm looking in all of these other areas, industrial areas from uh, manufacturing to logistics to healthcare, uh, 5G is really taking off in a big, big, big way.
0: Yep, yeah, when I see 5G, I see it on my cell phone every now and then for my home Internet. But, I mean, I don't see much of a difference between 5G and the regular G. So I, I think we're confusing with, with all these numbers before letters. The average consumer gets confused. I know I do. Well,
1: one of the things that they're doing with this technology is if I look at 5G technology and what it's capable of communication wise, you know, if I look at 4G technology on our cell phones or maybe if we've got a wireless hotspot today, um, it does something in the order of maybe 500 uh, kilobits or kilobytes, I should say, communication speed. And, And that sounds pretty fast because some people's home internet connections aren't that fast. But if I look at the 5G technology, 5G has the capabilities to go literally almost up to one gigabit speed, and uh, that's just huge. You know, it's a hundred times faster than what uh, what we're seeing now. So maybe to get put it into real terms, you could download a full-length high-definition movie in literally about two seconds.
0: Now, now you're speaking my language.
1: <laughs> Fast. So, so, and you know, when we're talking on the phone, we absolutely don't need that. So they're getting really sophisticated about this technology. It detects the type of traffic that's going over the network, and if you're just talking, it's going to put you on 4G technology or maybe even 3G technology the lowest level technology to support it however if you're in a real time medical application where you're doing remote surgeries for example the imaging and the connection time what they call latency how long it takes you to do something and it respond on the other end needs to be super low and they're using 5G technology for that
0: okay well so we Speed is good and speed helps a lot of folks, especially with downloading the movies and everything. So let's look at the virtual reality world. Anything new coming down the pike? Uh,
1: Well, (laughs) virtual reality was one of those technologies. Now it's starting to pervade literally every area. Probably one of the neatest applications I I saw out there because it is going to be in every department store you could imagine was a, a mirror that you would stand in front of. The camera would take an image of your face and then it was a cosmetic product line that was doing this they would recommend the best colors for your hair and and skin tone and all of that and then they would show you what the makeup they were recommending would look like if it was applied to your face as you're standing in front of the camera so you sort of see this in real time and I thought that was pretty cool, but the next part sort of blew me away. Since they were doing that analysis, they looked at your skin and if they noticed anything that maybe looked a little funny, they'd say, you've got this this blemish or this defect and it's, it's not a big deal, but we've got products that will help you for that. Or if it was a big deal, they'd say, hey, this looks a little suspicious. We recommend that you go see your dermatologist as soon as you can to to have this looked at and if you'd like we could send you an image of what we're talking about
0: wow that's pretty cool
1: so uh yeah you start to see things like that Um, when you start to see uh, the in-car navigation systems well we all have those whether it's on our cell phone or whether it's embedded in the car today and as you start to see those now as you're driving down the road. Rather than just having something pop up about, uh, you know, where it's at, you're starting to see a pop up that might be the restaurant and it might give you a little advertisement for the restaurant and tell you what they serve, what their specialty is and all of that. Uh, And it might even be a message from the manager that's augmented over the top of your map. So you're not losing your map, but that AR technology is uh, is putting all of that new information on there.
0: How about Uh, new advancements in driverless technology?
1: Driverless technology, I can't believe the advancements that they're making. As a matter of fact, um, I can't believe that we don't have a lot more driverless vehicles on the road. In fact, my prediction is, is before the end of this year, we're going to start to see a lot of driverless vehicles on the road. When we look at what they could do and and how they're doing it, first off, the accident rate for driverless vehicles is about one one (laughs) hundredth of what it is for uh, driver vehicles. Uh, Assisted vehicles. So they're doing a much better job with the driverless vehicles. They're not perfect yet, but I'll tell you what, they're so much better than the average driver, which includes me and you. Um, I'm pretty happy with what they're doing so that's really a good thing but when you take the driverless cars and you take smart city technology where the car could communicate with the traffic lights are on the road now what it does is as the car is approaching an intersection it's either slowing down or speeding up you noticed i didn't say stopping because it's going to allow cars basically to seamlessly weave through each other, if you will, uh, in the intersection, not have to stop, which means uh, traffic will flow better, faster, lower emissions and less impact. And oh, by the way, you'll get to your destination faster. So it might slow you down from 50 miles an hour to to 20 miles an hour, but you're going to keep moving. And uh, it takes care of all of those things, keeping proper following distances, making sure that there's no collisions with the cars coming through. In fact, the only thing we have to worry about are cars that have drivers in them not knowing how to handle things like well
0: yeah that's what i've told my friends i said you know as soon as this becomes a thing we're not going to be allowed to drive anymore (laughs) it'll be illegal to be on the road you'll be a a criminal wanted by everyone if you're on the road driving you know this reminds me of model railroads my dad had a big train set back in the a tremendous train set where he had a bunch of trains like six or seven trains at one time going all over the tracks he routed it so they never had to stop but they were crisscrossing each other. That's what you're talking about there, it sounds like.
1: Yep. It's just a crisscross interleave in the intersection. You know, can you imagine going into an intersection when you see another car going into the intersection? <laughs> nope. I mean, obviously, it's going to take some getting used to but you know, that's what they're
0: talking about. I just want a lot of pillows around me in the back seat when my car is driving itself just in case. <laughs> just, just in case it says it doesn't like you much. That's right now let's talk about 3D printing because years ago I heard about the technology where no one would have closets anymore no one would have to go to the dry cleaner no one would even need laundry machines they would just get measured by the uh, by a scanner they'd walk in each day and the next morning their clothes would be printed out for them and in the evening they'd take the clothes that were printed out throw them in a recycling thing and it would recycle that material and make new clothes the next day. How close would we do that
1: well we're probably not super close to that but as far cool as though. 3D print, yeah well it is uh, and now what they can do is they could scan your body and they can make clothes today that perfectly fit you that's pretty cool uh yep. and i mean fit you perfectly and the clothes that fit today because you really enjoyed a great dinner last yeah. night <laughs> May not fit tomorrow. So, yeah, some things like that certainly are coming. They're they're taking a lot of those clothes that they custom make for you, and they're upcycling. So when you get done with those clothes and they don't work for you anymore, you upcycle to another location. Somebody uh, grabs them at a discounted price and, and things like that. Those things are starting to be popular. But what I noticed in the 3D printing area that blew me away is – 3D-printed metal has been a difficult thing. They've, they've been able to print metal in 3D for quite some time. But the problem has been the durability and reliability of it. So they've been working over the last number of years to make metal parts, because sometimes they have to, out of 3D technology. And they have got that down absolutely positively. In fact, I was blown away by what they could do. Metal parts that look every bit as good as a precision CNC milled part, uh, manufactured parts. So uh, now, if you're somewhere and you know you need a solid part that breaks in a in a vehicle, and uh, there are no replacement parts, as you said, the repair shop is going to have the capabilities to re- to print replacements now um, in just a matter of a, a, an hour or so. So. phenomenal what they could do the other thing is is they're starting to use carbon fiber technology in 3d printers so where you could replace a part with a carbon fiber part that's typically stronger than steel and much lighter uh they're able to do that now and they haven't been able to print with carbon fiber technology for quite some time so that was a new addition to things
0: by the way what was the attendance at the consumer electronics show this year
1: You know, I'm going to give you my prediction. Um, I bet you their prediction comes out at about 200 or 250,000. I think it was probably closer to 275 to 300,000. It was the most crowded I've ever seen.
0: it. Yeah. So what was the biggest wow you had in how many days? You were there like three or four days?
1: I was there for three days. Uh, The biggest wow that I had wasn't really one particular thing, but it was where voice assistant technology is literally um, appearing in everything. And when I mean everything Everything from your freestanding fan to toothbrushes. Uh, you're starting to get voice technology in it. And when I talk about the smart toothbrush with voice technology, everybody goes, okay, wait, what are you talking about? <laughs> so, uh, you know, obviously, we all struggle with with getting our teeth brushed properly. We get in a hurry. Maybe we don't get the top right corner or something like that. Well, now they've got smart toothbrushes that could tell where it's at in your mouth. Is it at the top, the bottom, inside, outside? And it gets the dwell time, how much time you're spending uh, brushing in that particular area, what sort of pressure you're putting in that area, and all of that. And uh, before you put that toothbrush down, the Voice Assist app could come back and say, hey, you know, you really did a lousy job on the bottom left corner. You need to spend about 10 more seconds on that. (laughs) So the voice technology getting into everything is uh, it, it, it pairs well with the AR technology, the AI technology, the artificial intelligence, the driverless technology. All of these things are starting to come together, and really, we're going to see an explosion in new things in the next few years.
0: Well, it sounds really exciting of you know, all these things in technology world, but we still have to live a day to day life, and uh, so these things, so a lot of things you said uh, that you saw, are going to make life simpler not just for the folks that want to be the first person on the block to have something. And one final thing, we talk about voice technology. It needs to be, if I'm telling my car to do something or my toothbrush or even my wife to do something, they need to understand what I'm really saying. And when I talk to Siri, about three out of every four words, she really doesn't understand as good as she should. And so uh, if I'm giving orders to car, it has to understand me 100%, not uh, let's say 70% like Siri does.
1: You know, that's why they're trying to roll this technology out, quite honestly, into more and more things, because the more places they put it and the more times people say, no, that's not right, or they give the same command over and over it. Clearly recognizes that it's missing something and it helps us refine and better define that technology. So, as the technology becomes a a little bit more ubiquitous, we're going to find that it's going to get a whole lot better, and that's going to happen on really an exponential rate. So, we're going to see some vast improvements in a short period of time.
0: Well, sounds really exciting, folks. Again, his name was Niall Nickel, and he is our consumer electronics expert talking about the Consumer Electronics Show in las vegas and i hope to have you on again if you see anything that really is resonating after you've been to the been to the trade show been to this big event if you see anything out in the public that really is coming on strong let us know and we'll get you on quickly
1: we'll do it you take care
0: thanks folks we'll be right back after this